Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is Logan, and today we're going to be doing a little bit of a different type of podcast. So normally we're talking about news or we're doing reviews or debates or anything along those lines, right? You know, normally those are like the three main things that we're covering. But today we're going to kind of be talking about game franchises and genres. So kind of just talking about, because, I mean, there isn't a lot of things going on right now. Obviously, you know, things are still being canceled and moved around, and some things are getting announced and stuff, which we covered a few of them last podcast, but there's just not a lot of things going on right now in terms of, you know, actual new developing news. That's like set in stone sort of thing. Um, Call of Duty right now is up in rumors about what the next COD is going to be, so I don't want to talk about that yet till we get the confirmation of the next Call of Duty title and what it's going to be named and the deets, but until that happens, we're just going to kind of, you know, do podcasts, I kind of, I think kind of like this, you know, just talking about like game franchises and stuff, but today we're going to be talking about the zombie genre in video games, okay, and we're going to be talking about a lot of zombie games that I've played And kind of like how I like, or what ones I like more than others and why, and the different types that they are, because they all play a little differently. So, in the zombie genre, right, we are consisting of Resident Evil, because Resident Evil, for most entries, has zombies in it. Um, Resident Evil, World War Z, which I know is a standalone game, but the Left 4 Dead uh, sequels... You have Dead Island, Dead Rising. I know there's many more, but we're just going to kind of stick with those those particular ones. Because if we really wanted to list off every zombie game, including Call of Duty Zombies, we could. But that would just take forever. But I don't really consider Call of Duty Zombies a standalone zombie game. So, let's first talk about Resident Evil. So, Resident Evil, unlike most zombie games in this, um, in this little... I guess, genre, it's a very different one, right? Because this game isn't just about zombies, it's about bioweapons, terrorism, there's a lot of, and puzzles, you know, there's a lot in this, in this, uh, franchise of Resident Evil that's different than most zombie games. So in Resident Evil, when it comes to killing zombies, just because you shoot them down once doesn't mean they're dead, where in most other zombie games, they are. So, you need to constantly be cautious of if the, if the zombie's dead. Normally, when I play Resident Evil, I always take the extra headshot to the head just to make sure that they're actually down for the count. And, yeah, so, you know, you have to worry about things like that when it comes to Resident Evil. Um, and, and the puzzle system. Some puzzles are easier than others, but it's still one of those games where there is, it, it, it really is distinguished Um, and is very different from the rest of its competitors due to the fact that it has this, uh, game, uh, this gameplay mechanic that's very different from the rest of the zombie games. Now, I like Resident Evil's franchise as a whole. I really like Resident Evil 1. I I wish the camera angles were more like the remakes and stuff, but, you know, Resident Evil 1 is still a really good game. I'm not a huge fan of RE0. I honestly could give less of a fuck if I beat that game. Um, because I bought it recently with RE1. I will beat RE1, but RE0, I just... I don't have any interest in the story of RE0, you know? It just... It isn't for me. Um, so that game, I just kind of don't give a shit about. But when it comes to Resident Evil 1, I really like that. Um, I haven't played 
the original Resident Evil games because back when I was younger, I didn't know what the fuck Resident Evil was. You know, I, I, I didn't play video games until I was like around 10 or 11. So I, I really, really missed out on most Resident Evils. But I ended up um, buying the remake. I loved RE2 and I loved RE3, but RE3 was kind of short. I hate Resident Evil 5, but I'm pretty sure most people could say that too. Um, I haven't played RE6 because I've heard about how shitty it is and I don't really want to spend money on that game. I love RE7. RE7 is, like, really good, and I haven't played RE4 or Code Veronica. So, yeah, I know I'm missing quite a few in the, uh, franchise. I don't- I- Now, however, let's take a look at some of the Resident Evil games because the Resident Evil games- while they have mainline entries, they also have sub-entries, like, you know, Code Veronica and or, um, the Revelation franchises. I hate the Revelation games, okay? Because their puzzles are not really Resident Evil-esque. The controls don't feel Resident Evil-like. Um, and, and, and it's less survival horror to me, you know? I feel like when you play through Resident Evil Revelations, it just doesn't feel like survival horror. And to me, it's not that fun. <laughs> I feel like it's a very low-budgeted game that was made just to turn some money. And they were, re uh, you know, they were putting out DLC, a.k.a. episodes, as the game went along, because they made it episodic. And to me, I just, I think that Resident Evil is better as a big game with one big story, rather than splitting it up into individual episodes, you know? Games like The Wolf Among Us and stuff, it worked then because that is what that game was based off of, okay? There was no previous entries, and The Wolf Among Us uh, Season 2, can't wait for that to come out. I'm still waiting on more news about that, but yeah, there's a lot of things that we're waiting for right now, and when it came to Resident Evil Revelations coming out, the reason it didn't work is because Resident Evil up until that point was not an episodic game. You know, it was never designed with that intention. It was just designed to be this one game that was made by a AAA developer and put, had a lot of resources and time put into it, and it was just one long campaign. Rather than extra DLCs you had to buy for episodes, and, you know, it just it wasn't that stupid bunch of bullshit. Pretty much is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> that added on bullshit is just not really needed. And when it came to um, the mainline Resident Evil games, a lot of them were good, um, but some were not, a.k.a. 5 and 6. So, when it, uh, when it comes to, you know, the Resident Evil franchise, I would say, like, I would only replay through 1, 2, 3, most likely 4, because I heard it's really good, but I, I will be playing the remake of it when that comes out. I'm not going to buy the old one if a remake is coming. Kind of the same ordeal when it kind of came to these Resident Evil games uh, for their remakes, uh, for 2 and 3. And then, of course, um, you know, I would replay through 7, because 7's great. Now, anything, be, you know, between 5 and 6, I could give less of a fuck about playing those games, because they're just, they're shit. You know, I don't even want to beat Resident Evil 5 because I, I just don't give a fuck about it. And I get it has Wesker's, like, the, the big villain and everything, but I'm just, it's not really there for me. You know, it just, is it worth going through beating that game one fucking time, giving me a migraine and a headache for, you know, not really enjoying the game? Not really. So I really like Resident Evil as a franchise in the zombie genre, but I feel like it's, it's it's very different, you know, you could put Resident Evil even in a puzzle game, 
uh, genre because it's got so many fucking puzzles. At least most games do. But, yeah, Resident Evil, I like it, but since there's quite a few entries that aren't good, such as the Revelation titles, you can disagree with me that on, uh, on that if you want to, 5 and 6, other than that, it's for the most part good. But, it's a very different entry in this genre. Now, coming up is one of my favorite, and I mean absolute favorite zombie games that I adore, Left 4 Dead. Now, I'm going to kind of lob Left 4 Dead and World War Z into the same category with each other and lob these two together and talk about these two together because they're very much the same game. Both games have a premise of just being a dumb zombie shooter, right? You pick up some weapons, some ammo, and you fucking murder zombies. Now, the, the way World War Z um, and, and Left 4 Dead are the same is that they both encompass running zombies, which are very easy to, to kill. And there are a lot of zombies on screen. Actually, Left 4 Dead was the first zombie game ever to put so many zombies on screen without the fucking, you know, console or PC crashing. So, they were the first ones to put out a game where you had a fuck ton of zombies running at you. Which I think is pretty awesome that they were able to do that. And this is obviously before World War Z. But World War Z came out on top of it and instead of putting like 100 to 200 zombies on screen, they were putting thousands on screen. So, the technology really advanced to the point where they could do that, but both of these games are both very fun. One's in the first-person perspective, and one is made in the third-person perspective. (laughs) Now, the third-person perspective is very smart, because that allowed them to make microtransactions. Not really microtransactions, you can buy skin packs in the store, um, but... It was really smart, in, in my opinion, because, you know, being able to buy a, a skin pack like that is really cool to me. You know, being able to buy skins for re- relatively a, a cheap price. I mean, 10 bucks for, like, four skins, it's not really that bad. I mean, you know, look at something like Fortnite, where you're spending, like, 20 bucks on a single skin, or Call of Duty, you know, spending 20 to $12 on a, on a skin pack. Granted, it comes with more than just a skin, but for World War Z, I think that's a pretty fair pricing system. Four skins for ten bucks is pretty cheap when you look at some of the prices on Battle Royales and shit today. So, you know, I I, I really like World War Z's third-person perspective, and I, I just wish that World War Z was more of a horror game, you know? Because World War Z, at the end of the day, is not a horror zombie game, and Left 4 Dead is not a horror zombie game. I think Left 4 Dead has more horror elements to it, because of the witch, or because of some uh, special infected, especially in Left 4 Dead 2 when you're in the swamp, um, that was a that was a big one. That was a big one where it was like, oh shit, like this is this is horror. And um, there are very little moments I can say that are horror. In World War Z, it's not horror at all. It's very high intense action, is what I would call it. It's a high intense action zombie game. Uh, and even in the main menu, it doesn't give you a sense of horror. Like, for instance, if the main menu music makes it sound scary, like, for instance, Resident Evil's music in the main menu gives you the sense of eeriness, creepiness. World War Z doesn't. It actually gives you a very upbeat tone and stuff. Like, it's just, it's getting you ready to just murder a fuck ton of zombies. Now, where do Resident Evil, or not Resident Evil, sorry, we've been talking about Resident Evil too much, where does Left 4 Dead and World War Z have its differences? Well, other than the third and first person perspective, and obviously the different developers and engines used, let's talk about the zombies, right? So the zombies in World War Z, unlike Left 4 Dead, 
are more sporadic and ferocious and agile. Now, in Left 4 Dead, the zombies mainly just run straight at you, right? Or the, or the regular infected. They just run at you, you know? They don't really try to dodge you or swerve you. They just come at you. And in Left 4 Dead, um, that's kind of a trademark thing. Uh, obviously to distinguish them from, like, special infected, because sometimes they can hide among those, uh, regular infected. In World War Z, however, these zombies throw themselves off of buildings, they actually, uh, you know, evade your attacks. Like, one time I went to shoot a, zo a, a regular zombie with my shotgun, and it dodged to the side and then started running at me. So, they have a dodge mechanic, they're more unpredictable, they throw themselves off of buildings and everything, and... You know, one zombie in and of itself is not a threat, but you get a swarm together and you're fucked. That's another thing. In Left 4 Dead, you did have these hold-off points. However, in World War Z, it's just, it's made to a bigger extent. Because here, here, here's the thing, okay? In World War Z, every time you do one of these stand, um, or these stand, or final stand, I, I like to call them final stands. Um, it, it's it's a wave event. It's it's pretty much a a wave event or a swarm event that comes in a, like two or three waves. And you in World War Z can set up mortars, electrical fences, uh, auto turrets, fifty cal machine guns. Um, you can set up barbed wire. You know you can set up a trap. You set up a defense system. For when the swarm comes. Now, in Left 4 Dead, you don't do that. You just, you know, defend an area with the guns that you have on you or the weapons that you have on you. And that's how you defend. Another thing that's different is in World War Z, you choose a... Um, in World War Z, you end up choosing a class before you get into the game, right? And this class determines, you know, are you going to use incendiary ammo? Are you going to use grenades? Are you going to use, um, are, are you going to be better at slashing? Are you going to have, like, you know, a, uh, a stim gun, a stun gun? Like, all these classes have different equipment for your character. On top of the guns... Um, you know, if you, for instance, if you choose gunfighter, you're going to be better with firearms than somebody who's using demolitions, but demolitions will do, do more explosive damage, um, than, you know, ballistic damage and stuff, you know, they're, they're kind of set out. However, in Left 4 Dead, you don't choose a skill set. You just choose a character that you want to play, which you can do in both Left 4 Dead and World War Z. Other than World War Z is a third person, so you can customize their look a little bit. But not only can you customize their look a little bit, but you can also try and, um, you can try and, um, do uh, a little few things differently. Like, for instance, you come with a, you come with either grenades on you or, um, explosive ammunition and stuff. But in Left 4 Dead, you have to pick up these things randomly, you know, like, like, you'll have to switch out, uh, a defibrillator to revive somebody that completely dies, you either can carry one of those, a med kit, and, or, um, an alternate ammo type, because you can put down, like, fire rounds or explosive rounds, 
um, throughout the game as long as you find that thing. And, and when it comes with, like, gun customization, in World War Z, you can, you have in-game currency that every time you complete a mission, you can buy gun customizations. You couldn't do that in Left 4 Dead. And I think World War Z is better than Left 4 Dead in, in a lot of ways because of all the innovations that they made to more zombies on screen, to customizing your character, to being able to customize your loadout, including your weapons and attachments before you get into the game. And it's really nice. It's really nice to have that. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Left 4 Dead. And Left 4 Dead will always be the founding and building blocks for World War Z. Without Left 4 Dead, World War Z wouldn't exist. But, I have to say, I do like World War Z more. But Left 4 Dead is a very good game. So, Dead Island. Dead Island. This fucking game used to make me shit my pants and think a zombie apocalypse was happening every time I played it. Because I, for some reason, things would get real quiet when I played Left 4 Dead. And Left 4 Dead was one of those zombie games that was like, it was open world on a big scale. Like, they had three different maps you could go on, right? There was a prison at the very end of the game where you couldn't go back to the island. But you had the city, you had the resort, and I think those were the only two, the city and the resort. And what happened was, you know, you're, you're, you get to choose what survivor at the beginning that you play as. And, you know, each survivor has a, a skill set, you know. For instance, using Logan, the guy I like to use, he was better with, um, I believe, throwing objects. Like, his main skill and everything had to do with throwing. So if you threw... Uh, weapons of zombies, you do more damage. So Logan was more of a throwing guy because he was a football player. Sam B, who was a, um, a rapper, he was better with hand-to-hand combat. So, you know, punching zombies. Um, and then if you look at... Oh, fuck, I forgot the other two ones. There's one, I think, called XN or something like that. She was better with blunt objects. And then, oh, I, I forgot the other girl's name. Uh, but I believe she was, like, one of the natives to the, uh, island itself, and she took a job under, like, security detail, she was black, I forgot what her name was, but she specialized in firearms, and, you know, you didn't get firearms till later on in the game, so, like, you know, playing as, for instance, like, Sam B, or Axan, or Logan, in the beginning of the game would be beneficial, and, and I think her name was, like, Peruna or something like that, but... It, it, nothing would really come in handy for her until later on. Now, this game, okay, I liked Dead Island, but Dead Island was a game that made me shit my pants. You know, when I first started playing Dead Island, it was scary. Like, the resort and everything, it was a paradise. You know, you were in this area that was supposed to be happy and good and, you know, paradise. You know, it was supposed to be this really, really beautiful resort on this beautiful tropical island turned hell. People are being eaten and stuff. And, like, most of the, And you have different zombie types. That's what I loved about this game as well. I know World War Z and Left 4 Dead, they have alternate zombie types, but the difference between this game and World War Z in them is this game isn't linear. It's open world. So you're constantly coming in contact with different infected. On the resort, you come in contact with the walkers, the infected, and the thugs, which are practically walkers with more health. And more damaging attacks. And I remember fighting thugs and shitting my pants. And then when you get to the city, that is when... Oh no, there's a third place. There's the jungle. In the city, you come in contact with the floater and the ram. And then, lastly... Oh yeah, and the suicider. 
And then lastly, when you get to the fucking, you know, the forest, the swamp, you find the butcherer. And the butcherer is like an infected, but with more health and does more damage to you. Uh, yeah. So essentially, there's a lot of zombie types in Wolf, I mean, uh, in Dead Island. I thought Dead Island was a really good zombie game. However, the one major flaw that I had with Dead Island, okay? So, the horror was there, the weapon systems were there, but what is it about the game that it was missing? Well, it was a first-person game, like Left 4 Dead, and they were missing a key component, which, in my opinion, would have been... And this game was already kind of like a survival horror game, because your weapons would break on you, and your guns would run out of ammo, so you had to be very careful about using bullets and stuff. But they had a really missed opportunity, not so much within the first game itself, but in Dead Island Riptide, okay? Dead Island Riptide was an expansion that people thought were a sequel to Dead Island. It was an expansion to the first game, and in my opinion, it wasn't worth it. There was not enough that they changed. They changed some of the heads-up display and things, but... Everything was ultimately very much the same. My brother owned Dead Island Riptide. When I owned the original Dead Island. I still have the original Dead Island. And it's just, there's nothing great about Dead Island Riptide. You know, if you own Dead Island, you might as well just play that. So, when it comes to um, figuring out about, you know, your favorite zombie game, you have to look at a lot of different things. How different is it? And are those differences made for the better? And for the most part in Resident Evil, they are. Horror. Like, like I said, you know, Resident Evil and Dead Island both give you horror. One's in the third-person perspective until seven, but I'm mainly counting it as a third-person perspective game franchise because more of the games are in third-person. And then you take a look at um, everything when it comes to World War Z. Is it fun? World War Z and, and Left 4 Dead have it. But what games, what game franchise out of all these zombie games that I've mentioned has everything that I'm talking about? And let me tell you, Resident Evil has a lot of the things that I'm talking about. Resident Evil is one of my favorite zombie franchises, okay, or zombie games ever. Because it is scary, but it is fun, it's different... For the most part, allows custom ability in some capacity. And they have different enemy types. Now, in second place, I would put Dead Island. Because Dead Island is scary. Now, I know Left 4 Dead fans and World War Z fans like myself are like, even I'm telling myself, but if I really want to say Left 4 Dead and... Um, World War Z are my favorite, but they aren't scary games. They're meant for fun. They're meant for, you know, just having a friend over and shooting zombies. It's kind of like Call of Duty zombies. That's kind of what Left 4 Dead is in World War Z, but on a bigger scale. You know, it's just meant to be non-stop fun of just killing zombies. And at the end of the day, that's what it is. You know, that is what it is. And I do love World War Z, and I love Left 4 Dead a lot. It's just in my favorite zombie genre, and zombie games need to be scary, they don't have the scare factor. Putting them at the last two. Now, if I said, hey, what is one of my favorite, you know, just casual shooter games? 
you'd find World War Z and Left 4 Dead among the top two. And when I say casual shooters, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not talking about Call of Duty. I call that a competitive shooter or a first-person shooter. A casual shooter is something I can, you know, where the enemies are easy to kill. They aren't bullet sponges. And you're just simply shooting shit to have fun. I mean, you can have fun doing that stuff on Call of Duty, too. I'm just saying that Call of Duty is more centric in, in, in a competitive light. So, yeah. But, yeah, guys, that's all I had to say. You know, let me know what you think about my um, my zombie rankings here. Uh, based upon the games that I presented to you, um, it's just, when it comes to my rankings, and I know there's a lot more zombie games out there, but I'm going off of my favorite zombie games that I've played, um, in franchises and what, and I know World War Z technically doesn't have a franchise, but I'm gonna consider the fact that World War Z has a movie and a book that it's a franchise, so, even though the game isn't a franchise, there's a lot of source material, so, Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. I hope you all enjoyed, and I will see you all in the next one.